Um, yeah, because you were away for two weeks. Yeah, I saw my mom and we were involved. Then I went before you got back and I've been gone for two I went first. Weeks. You went first. Yeah, you were gone for first, one. That's what we did. And you time. went for two. Yeah. So we saw each other. And then we saw each other, but you went here. Yeah. And did you two see each other? Briefly. It was just like, hey, 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 How was classes? It was cool. I was, I was just saying. Like, Thanks for that, by the way. I had a lot of fun. Good. Like, I really missed it. Um, it was just like, kind of get, I was just hanging out with like, just to get my head around how much programming was in the hour. I was like, oh, Yeah, we try and fit a lot in. I think it was great as well for the members to experience some very high level coaching different people, but also for our coaches to coach with other people as well. I think it's mm. quite refreshing. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's very important. I'm not sure for how far everyone needs to sit away from the mic. We can like do it like this. Like, Hi. Hello? Oh, yeah. I'm crazy. You're gonna have eye contact. It's because <laughs> the, the gains is down. The gains, what? Maybe the, is that the game mean how far you sit away from? Is it with a Z or an S? Gain. Gains. Gains. <laughs> I'm such a Neanderthal when it comes to technology. I know nothing. I just got this big black thing on the middle of the table. Looks like someone's about to sit on it. <laughs> We're in like a super sketchy room right now. A little bit. Mad okay. With this big black thing in the middle of the table. What's having your yeah, egg cartons. Egg cartons, the whole room. All right, what are we doing here? Um, this is, uh, welcome, this is the podcast project. Uh, I'm Craig Caraman. sat across from me is Simon Jones, and to my left is Brendan Venter. Venter, DJ Venter. We're gonna, um, we'll DJ go who? <laughs> That's a, we'll save that for another episode. That episode will be called DJB. DJB. Um, <laughs> We'll go around the table in a minute and uh, kind of get to know each of us uh, a little bit more. Um, this is the first time we've all been together to, to record anything. Um, we just wanted to share with you why we're doing this and what we're actually doing here and why we've got this big black thing in front of us. Um, Can we clarify the, what the big black thing is like? Yeah, we're not videoing episodes, so the big black thing is the Yeti microphone. It's a big black microphone which has a stand that points up right. When we, when we start videoing things, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Um, but for us, this is a platform for just us, just three dudes with a passion for health and fitness to share our experiences and our opinions on things related to life, related to business, related to anything to do with health and fitness. Um, first episode, we're just going to go around the table, introduce ourselves and talk a little bit about how we know each other and how we got to this point in time right now. Um, I'll kick off. My name is Craig. Um, I own the gym that we're all sat in. We're sat in a dingy storeroom, which will soon be a podcast studio. Yeah. Um, and the physio room. We're going to get a uh, guy in sports massage in here. Hopefully this week doesn't look much like a physio room at the moment. But yeah, so I run Base 3. and We've been open for almost two years. I am the, uh, the owner and the head coach of the gym. So I'm responsible for overseeing the programming, what, what goes on in the gym, what goes on at the gym, what the gym represents. Um, I've got a passion for... Strength and conditioning, primarily conditioning. I enjoy putting people through very tough workouts. I myself have spent a lot of time putting myself through tough workouts. I love diving deep and going through, uh, trying different things with different types of programming, learning new stuff about different methods of programming. Um, I spent a year of my fitness career as an MMA fighter, so got put through the ringer a couple of times uh, with some very intense conditioning. Um, and like to carry that over into my area of expertise in Fitness, um, Simon. I by the way, Before you guys. Simon starts. I was yeah. Can we clarify? Like, I remember. Like, do you remember when 
I remember a video of you doing Fran on a tennis court. Hey, I remember that video too. That? That's a classic. That, that's got to go up. Somewhere. That's our first solo. Solo. Like, with the thickest fucking rubber. In international <laughs> city, in a basketball court, um, with like broken ass plates, yeah. on a gate which the fence was rolled up and doing Fran on the pull-up bar, which was so low that I had to do like these frog butterfly pull-ups. I know it was sub three. I know it was sub three, yeah, it was legit. <laughs> oh. yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, that's that's a lifetime lifetime goal yeah. for me. Never. We'll we'll get to this about <laughs> CrossFit in the UAE and how it was started because Sam was the, the literally the first person in the UAE to mention the word CrossFit. Um, but we'll get to that in a second, and we'll talk about the basketball court story too. Were you there that day? Was it JoJo's there? Uh, I think JoJo's there. Yeah. I think I left at this point. You weren't here. Yeah, that's when I was there. I just moved to the UK. But anyways, I'm Simon. Uh, I'm the other dude. Uh, and it was a maybe, but we'll get to that at some point in the future. Um, no comments, please. Uh, you look pretty clean today. I haven't shaved in three days. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> three days? Yeah, dude. I, I shaved this morning. Uh, yeah, anyways. Uh, yeah, I'm Simon. I'm a... Uh, oh, God. Uh, currently, I work for uh, CrossFit, the, the main company, and I do all their level one, level two seminars. Uh, I'm one of their flow masters, so I help lead the seminars and kind of look after the Middle East and Asia uh, regions. Uh, I've been on staff now for, this is my eighth year on the road, um, so that's seven years in already. Uh, judged at the games and regionals a bunch of times, um, which was great fun, but also very, very stressful. Um, I've also owned an affiliate, uh, owned an affiliate from 2009 uh, for about seven years before I wanted to come back uh, to Dubai. Um, that's kind of like from the CrossFit side of things, but I started CrossFit back here in, uh, God, like 2007 or so, kind of just trying to figure out what the hell was going on. I found a website. Um, and basically, like, I got my start in the fitness industry in about 2006, kind of doing all the group X stuff, you know, went through the Les Mills and personal training things, and that was kind of my start. Um, that kind of leads us to where we are right now. Um, a lot of it is just during the weekends, that's when I'm away, uh, and then I'm kind of like the hobo during the week. Kind of bugging Craig and Brendan. To go for beers. To go for beers. Well, that was today. Normally it's coffee. Go for it. It's date night. You guys have bitched me on both times. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to hang out with Jojo. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's kind of me in a nutshell. I've got a passion for a big thing for helping people, and that kind of pushes me to really learn about anything and everything from psychology to we've been talking about meditation a lot, really dove into nutrition over the last few years. Uh, I just kind of really under it. The more I understand people, the more it allows me to help them out. So that's kind of been the big drive for me. Uh, and a little side, little passion thing is uh, coffee, um, which we're all very big on, but it's something where I've gone a bit OTT. So I don't go with for coffee. Just a little bit. Just a bit. But I, I'm, I'm spreading. It's kind of passing out. It's a little duck. So that's kind of. That's kind of <laughs> I don't think it does. That's just the way it came. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's just me in a nutshell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's so <funny. laughs> I'm, I guess I'm a tinkerer that's been following like Craig and Simon around for ages. Professional tinkerer. I find myself a tinkerer. That's what Ferris inspires me. I used to coach CrossFit for like four or five years, maybe starting in first in Dubai. I think I was following Craig around at SportsFit and with Kim Besser and stuff. And you know, just like, what is this CrossFit things? So I started with that. Moved to New Zealand, coached there. Then moved back to Dubai, coached more CrossFit. So kind of been you know in the CrossFit scene for a while. Did all the seminars. Thank you CrossFit, they were great. Um, 
but yeah, ever since then, I've always like training has been like a side thing for me. So um, I've always found the online world intriguing and always wanted to start our own business. So we recently, like two years ago, end of 2016, we, uh, we're, um, my business partner and I, Chloe, we moved back to New Zealand and started a nutrition business. We do, what's up? We do uh, online nutritional programs and courses and stuff for ladies in New Zealand and Australia, and that's really gone well. So um, that's kind of been my biggest passion. I also work with food brands and various other companies building websites and doing their digital marketing. So it's uh, it's kind of tinkering with a bunch of different tools and softwares and finding, you know, kind of learning through doing and trying to think like, all oh, right, we need to be able to like sell this product. Well, how the fuck do you like get people to like hear about it and like going down that rabbit hole? Like, oh, there's this thing called marketing. Oh, there's, what's that? And how do you do it? And so it's been like a rabbit hole of just tinkering and doing. And um, yeah, two years later, I still am playing with things, but I'm just a little bit more experienced there. And get my hands dirty. And create a penguin through code. Yeah, recently I've been studying a little bit of programming and created can a, a, a penguin. You can't have a grow a beard. Oh, man. But I can animate a beard. Okay. Yes. One step at a time. We can put it on your animated profile picture that we created. We can put you a beard that on would that. That would be hilarious you to see what it actually looks like. Right. That's the next step <laughs> is to animate it. Like give the penguin, you know, a few skills like squatting and doing some bad and stuff. But yeah, kind of. In a nutshell, I'm sure we'll get more into it. So that's the team for now. We're uh, we'll be the host of the show. Hopefully, every show that we we release, we'll have the three of us as, uh, sat in the same room, um, at least the three of us, and we will be hoping to bring guests on. We're very fortunate between the accumulated years of experience we have. We've met a bunch of cool people, and there's a bunch of cool and very experienced coaches in the UAE. So we plan on getting people on the show. Um, a bunch of interesting people, like one of our members just completed Kokora Camp, so we'll be oh, getting Karen to speak about experiences. And that's awesome. Simon's man. really close with Julian Pinot, um, as well as a bunch of the other, um, obviously CrossFit HQ staff Simon's got to work with and, and shares a lot of experience with, so Simon's bringing a wealth of knowledge to the table. Brendan can market, we can sell snow to an Eskimo. Um, so yeah, we've got quite a stacked team between us, and <laughs> me being the only one here who is currently actually working in a gym. Simon's definitely working in fitness and Brendan kind of is still working in fitness, but the only one who still actually coaches day to day, I feel super privileged to be sat in a room with you two guys who are the best coaches that I've seen on the uh, on the gym floor. Like Simon, you do it at such a high level, you teach CrossFit to coaches, you tell people how to do it. So obviously you operate at a very high level. And this may be a surprise to many people, but Brendan absolutely hates coaching. Yeah. Yet he's the best <laughs> coach I've seen. Like it comes from being a super caring guy um, and just having that. It's a certain personality. You need to be patient with people, very patient, very caring, and just, yeah, it's a real great coach. So for me to be sat in a room and sharing these experiences with you two is a massive benefit. So thank you guys for being here. Um, what we want to do now is kind of the, the plan for episode zero was to go through kind of our story as a group. That's us individually, what we just went through, but we need to share with you guys what, uh, how we all met, how we all kind of went our separate ways for a little while, not because we fell out or anything, just life, <laughs> life did its thing. And now we've all ended back up in the same room again. So we're just going to share that story with you. So, uh, Simon, you kick us off. You were the first person in the UA to be doing CrossFit. This is huge as CrossFit. Uh, the UAE internationally is like is leading, not leading the way, but is definitely one of the main hotspots for the thing. Look at the amount of games athletes we've got here. We've got 27 affiliates in the UAE. We've got one of the biggest CrossFit competitions 
on the CrossFit circuit and everyone's talking about the UAE as a hotspot for good athletes coming out of you and you were the first person doing CrossFit in the UAE. Oh, well, it, it just basically started from, hey, what, what's everyone else doing? And uh, I think I was doing my personal trainer course at the time and uh, I was just doing research and to kind of figure out like, hey, what else is um, the kind of course that we've been looking at? And then one of the first articles I see is killer workouts, which is kind of part of the responsible training piece and, uh, and across the seminar stuff now and talks about rhabdo and things like that. But the whole idea was like, hey, what the hell is this? What do you mean workouts are, can, can actually be quite detrimental? Like I was quite new to fitness then. So I was like, I was just very intrigued. Um, so I going to the website trying to figure out exactly what was going on. And I'm like, cool, I tried it. My first workout was Tabata something else. So it was like 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, a bunch of different shit. Uh, could walk for a week and I'm like, hey, this is awesome. And then literally from that day on, that's pretty much all I did. And then I started roping people in, Craig and Jojo. Down the rabbit hole. Yeah, it was like, hey, you want to try this thing? It's like, what is it? Hey, trust me, you'll have fun. And pretty much everyone ending up in the same yeah. kind of walking weird. and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, And that's kind of where it all started. It was just so different and it broke a lot of the rules to everything that we were doing. Uh, and like, you know, it was they just had explanations to things where other people didn't. Like, hey, you know, why do we squat below parallel? Uh, and, and like just simply like, hey, questioned them all, yeah, exactly. And it was just they had a they had a definition, they had a reason for things, and yeah. and it's just like literally that was just mind blowing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's kind of how it started, and it actually went away. Um, so uh, we started, yeah, that was two thousand seven. Craig and I met each other in two thousand six doing a personal trainer course, uh, and then I left yeah. like in two thousand eight, um, and I was gone for a while. And uh, I during that time opened up my own affiliate. I went to a legit affiliate, like that was the first affiliate I ever walked in, uh, Carl Stedman, uh, when he owned uh, Cross of Manchester. And Steds. Steds. Yeah, and I literally just, like, Christmas. Just eyes yeah. wide open going, this is what it looks like. And it was amazing. I loved it. I used to show up at lunchtime, not leave till like 9 p.m., just trying to absorb and bug them yeah. with questions. Like, yeah, I'm, I was the annoying guy. You found that. your thing. I found my thing. Oh. Yeah, and so I found that quite young. And then, uh, But the actual goal was literally to bring it back here. Yeah. But then it took me a while. Uh, life, happened. life happened, but also I had a chance to open up a gym. So yeah. I kind of like, uh, but the, the, the whole intention is to learn as much as I could to come back here. During that time, uh, I was very, had a great opportunity to intern for seminar staff and then eventually got getting on for that. And that kind of like spearheaded everything. So that's kind of the initial start for me in the fitness and CrossFit. Um, yeah, but if we rewind that a little bit and just kind of, talk about like how we all met each other like craig and i like we yeah. got into fitness roughly at the same time let's do a quick timeline so uh what, 2005 you did your hfpa personal trainer course yes. so you were how old Oof. Uh, 2005, 19. sam was 19 i would have been i was 16 when yeah. we started that course so i i um i walked into the room as like literally Three months before that, I had no idea what I was doing my, with my life. I was going to join the Marines, yeah, failed the fitness right. test, and I run a, and I run a gym. <laughs> yeah, I felt three mile run. I felt three mile run by thirty seconds, and there's no exception. There was more to it than that, but yeah, the, 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 I, yeah, I've never, and I've never ran a three mile time. Well, I didn't run a three mile. For, I ran every other distance, like four mile, five mile, two mile. But never ran a three mile like this mental block. But anyway, another story. Um, walk into this. Uh, it was in what was the gym called in the Madnat. Oh, uh, really expensive, the swanky keys. gym. Tully keys. Tully keys. The keys. And then I walk in the room and there's like, I'm super young. I have no idea what's going on. No idea what I'm doing in my life. And then every 
there's all these like really fit looking, really experienced looking, really confident looking personal trainers. You can all picture the type. Um, and then I see Simon, who still doesn't have a beard. Um, Back then, definitely not. Definitely didn't have a beard. <laughs> he looks the same as he does now, hasn't aged at all. And I'm like, yeah, this guy's my age. Well, I'm, I'm going to grab onto him and I'm going to latch onto him. He's going to take me through this course. I'm going to run his. And here we are, like 12 years later, and we're still friends. Um, so that was how it started. I met Simon then. Um, and then Fitness First I opened up my first job at Fitness First, where Simon was a Group X instructor teaching what? Uh, I Les Mills at a body park. Before that? Uh, salsa. Yeah, Simon's a salsa <laughs> instructor. I was waiting for that to come up. He's got the moves. I never knew that. You didn't know that? No. Simon was legit, bro. Yeah, I've seen you dance on the gym. Like, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So Simon's got uh, a background as a salsa instructor. And then, so I'm like, oh man, Simon's a dance instructor. Weird. And then next <laughs> thing you know, I'm like, Simon's like crushing Linda, doing Fran, like teaching all these CrossFit workouts. And Simon actually introduced CrossFit to me. The exact conversation was how I found out what CrossFit was is I was speaking to someone going, fuck, we just did this workout. It was so bad that it had its own name. And Simon's like, oh, what was the workout? So I went, oh, we did like 10 of this and then 10 of this and 10 of this and then nine of this. And Simon's like, yeah, that's Linda. You're doing CrossFit. I'm like, oh, I'm doing CrossFit. It's so cool. <laughs> uh, up until that point, we'd only done the 300 workout. Yeah. Um, and then the timeline is Simon departs and goes back to the UK on his own mission, opens the other gym. Well, I was meant to go to uni, which I kind of it's like a uni. What out. is that? I dropped it two weeks out. That's the other thing we've all got in common, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, two weeks university yeah. and doing business. Yep. Success. Mm -hmm. and winning life. Never went into debt. And then <laughs> I leave fitness first, go and join the gym, do some weird stuff for a little while, yeah. uh, dabbling some football coaching, da da da, whatever. It's football, uh, soccer. Soccer coaching, yeah, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm an FA level two soccer coach, still. Wow. <laughs> I'm learning new <laughs> shit about you guys. Every so day. Um, yeah, we don't actually know each other that well, apparently. And then, uh, uh, even then, you ended up in affiliate? No, we ended up in first, ended up in Sports 360, which was what it was called oh, at the time. I heard of that, um, And then I left, and literally, I don't know how many weeks it was, but I, I left pretty early on, and then you start working. I there. started like pretty soon after you, yeah. Right, and then I leave and start working out with uh, Ben and Candice, so yeah, yeah, yeah. CrossFit Life Spark. We actually met, funny story, you put us in kind of contact we never met yeah. in Dubai. We were like the only three people because you left. We were the only three people in the UA during CrossFit. We never worked out together. You were still going to house, right? No, not at that point. Ah. We met in London. Oh, in London. Doing our level one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I showed up for the, the test. You showed up for the test. Yeah. There was like a huge Dubai reunion <laughs> going on. Uh, and then we to the, took it back to Dubai. Um, you said in the UK. And the three of us were doing CrossFit on the beach in parks. And that's where the story about doing Fran on a basketball court comes from. Uh, and then uh, Balan moved to the bias. That was four people in the yeah. UAE doing CrossFit. And that's when he opened up Fahrenheit or something. Or Correct. Second yeah. affiliate in the UAE. Uh, then I opened a gym with a couple of young local gentlemen and a friend called the Burn Room. Yep. Which a lot of you guys will remember the Burn Room was kind of a lot of, especially in the base three communities of uh, people who met there are still friends down are still doing CrossFit. That's where a lot of people's journey started. Yeah. Um, that didn't go so well. Uh, I left there, and then you came back. You left Sports Three Hundred and Sixty. Went home. to New Zealand for two years. That's right. Yeah. Came back. Then you started working at the Burn Room. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't um, go so well either. So. Didn't go so well. Where are you at this point? Uh, give me a year. Two thousand thirteen. Uh, I'm in the UK, still running my gym, but on seminar staff. So, so Simon's still in the UK. Now he's traveling around the world teaching CrossFit. Yeah. He's 
he's elevated his game. Uh, I go over to Life Spy. Maybe a year later, we finally, and, I've, and until this point, I've never met Brendan. Yeah. I know who he is because yeah. he's kind of been in the same place I was, but like three months after me. Uh, and by this point, I know your twin sister yeah. through another friend, yeah. but I still, I know who you are, but I don't realize that's your sister. So now it's like this weird triangle come on. I've still never met you. Yeah. Uh, and then we, then we, then we get in, in contact, someone to do your previous job about trying to sell us something. Yeah. Um, and then we're looking for a new coach at Life Spark. So we ended up working together and literally it's like from the first week, it's like I'd known you my whole life yeah. and they were like, bang. Royal man, it's like mm. slapping dicks and changing. Like, it was lovely. <laughs> like, crossing swords or like literally yeah. crossing swords. Um, so now we're in 2014. Yeah, you also travel around the world. Jesus. Yeah, we started. So yeah, then, and then we started doing the first seminars out in Dubai. Mm -hmm. Then Simon started making frequent trips over, and that's when you two met. That's when you and I spoke. I think you were like, and there, I just we were talking about Netflix. You showed me this Netflix thing. Yeah, is that when you first met Netflix? Yeah, no, we were like in the gym and we were like standing with the boxes and you I only met Netflix. You showed me like your iPad Mini ago. and I was like, you're like this Netflix. I was like, what the fuck is this Netflix thing? Yeah, but I, I remember that. Yeah, but then, so Brandon and I really connected because we're big gamers. And it's like, gamers, if we had tech guys. Tech guys, yeah, but they're just, nerds. just big nerds. Yep, nerds. I'll just say, we're geeks, we're nerds, and I'm happy to admit it. But it, that's kind of like how we kind of. Uh, literally any t any time I was here, I was there for an extra few days, and then the next thing I know, I'm hanging out at Life Spark, getting coffee, hanging out with Brendan because Craig was off doing his Craig PT stuff. thing, his PT thing, <laughs> yeah. like around. Craig's busy. hustling. You hustling. It's my time yeah. off. So you I don't own your own gym at 28 by sitting on your computer all day. No, <laughs> but you can build a website for the gym. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Funny. See, you started gaming. You started having your own gym. Well, hold on. I was like, well, when I so I had some like part-time work when I owned my gym because back then it was, you know, trying to make ends meet and things like that. So I was doing the odd jobs here and there, but I actually working in a gaming center for two years. Game? Oh yeah, uh, that explains a lot. Yeah. That's not a surprise actually. Maybe a good, great educational tool for kids, really. But we'll get into that discussion later. Right? You know, it's a good TED talk. Maybe not college age, but you know. Anyway. Um, Great yeah, and then Salmon moved back to Dubai. Oh, so, okay, where are we now? 2014-ish. Yeah. Um, Simon's in and out of Dubai. Yep. Starts thinking about making the move back. He's yeah. enjoying it. Starts talking yeah, about I kept it. asking you guys for sure. I was like, hey, I'm going to come back. You think, let's get on. Yeah, so. Brendan leaves again. I ended up leaving. Yeah, you leave, I come back. I keep trying <laughs> to <laughs> <come back. laughs> uh, I end up opening uh, Basic, which is what, where we are uh, right now. And then uh, sometime later, Simon's now based here. Yep. Brandon kind of moves back and then it's just amazing. It kind of all happened at the same time. Simon, you were around, but you were kind of in and out and I was super busy and didn't have time to do anything other than work in the gym. Brandon comes back onto the scene and I'm just like, shit, like, this is cool. We've all come back, we've all kind of gone our separate ways. We'll become experts in our own fields. Brandon's like head over heels, digital guru. Simon's an expert, and uh, one thing you haven't talked about too much is nutrition stuff, which you're really getting yeah. into, and also it's teaching people CrossFit, and then me still just pushing people in the fitness uh, game, and we've all just kind of become pioneers and experts in our own fields, and I'm like, man, this is so cool, we're all back together, um, the team is back, the, the, the wolf pack is back. But it was just like a magnetic pull, like it was never, it was just it just happened. It right, like it was just yeah, it wasn't planned, it all just kind of, everything just, everything uh, aligned and we're all in the same place at the same time and then we just kept I kept stealing all of Simon's time and coming for a work I ended up speaking to about an hour and I'm like 
man, this is really insightful conversation. We're talking about super interesting stuff. Like, we should just record this. And I was like, that's what we do. Yeah. Start a podcast. Yeah. Um, it was just a message that we like, we just, oh, we should just start a podcast. And then they're like, all of a sudden, like, well, why not? Podcast just <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then here we are. Um, so we have a podcast project. Um, Brendan usually has a beard, but he's pretty short shaven right now. Simon can't grow a beard. He's the maybe. I'm often fairly bearded, and we've got two beards in the maybe running the. I'll say you're pretty well bearded. I'm fairly bearded. Yeah, I'm pretty well bearded. Um, <laughs> and then here we are, the podcast project, and we're hoping to bring some insightful conversation to you. Um, we will never hold back. We will always uh, give our full opinions, and we're not afraid to to say how uh, say how it is and, and give it to you guys straight. We between us have got years and years and years of super. Uh, high level experience within CrossFit and the fitness industry and hopefully we can share some interesting topics with you and it won't just be us talking shit for 30 minutes a week um, we will like I said be bringing guests to the show and like I said hopefully sharing information with you that you can take away and implement into your life whether that be about running businesses whether that be about setting up a website or how to market your business or how to get the most out of your training or your exercise sleep patterns whatever it may be how to wake up in the morning yeah Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So, Brent, I told you this earlier. Uh, Sam, I didn't tell, I didn't tell the story fully. This is a surprise. I, uh, I was speaking to Brendan just yesterday about morning routines. Um, oh, okay. you, you do the Aubrey Marcus thing of uh, hydrate, light. I've tried many of morning routines, yeah. yeah. Brendan's yeah. a bit of an expert on morning routines, but one you mentioned yesterday was it was hydrate, and that's the salt and lemon juice and water, which is a thing I've done many I've times, but got back into yeah. it. Um light and movement so i wake up and i'm 50 minutes earlier than i usually wake up and i sweet a lot of time get up and i hydrate so i do the salt and the lemon water um then i realize that it's 4 46 a.m so i'm not going to be able to go and get any natural sunlight because the sun's not up for another hour and i haven't done any movement so i lie down on the sofa trying to get into a comfortable position so i can meditate for a little while i'm going to breathe so i'm doing like five minutes of deep breathing breathe to the stomach Five in, five hole, five yeah. out for five minutes. And as I come, as my alarm goes off to stop me from, uh, to, to get me out of this meditative state that I was deep in, I kind of swing my legs forward to get up off the sofa and I crush my heel onto the fucking coffee table. I'm right on the corner. <laughs> and it's dark in the house, it's five in the morning, there's no lights on. So I get up, I walk over to the bathroom, I take a leak and I walk back and turn the lights on. And there's this huge trail of blood across the floor. So just as the sun's coming up, I should be doing movement outside. And we've got this five-minute movement plan space we're doing in the sun. As the sun's coming up, I'm instead mopping blood up off the floor. Right? <laughs> the morning. Well, um, yeah, I'm yeah. moving. Um, so that was the start of my morning routine. Day one didn't go so well. Sometimes and I've got days, a bandaid yeah. on the back of my heel because I split my heel wide open. But you yeah. clean something, so you, you know, you overcame an obstacle first thing in the morning. Yeah, I guess it can. You're still happy now. Yeah. So Normally when shit goes wrong in the morning, everything goes wrong throughout the rest of the day. So. That's a you You did well. Well, Brendan wakes up early enough yeah. that if his morning fucks up, he can go back to bed, sleep, and I get He's back up and still be ahead of everybody else. I had that day too. I'm, I'm, I'm on. You're a night, night key. That, and I'm also in so many different times. Oh, you're like, yeah. I was in China, South Africa, Korea, just came back, and I was like, Hey, I'm going to sleep in because I haven't had a chance to do that in a while. Woke up at seven. I know that's late for you guys, yeah. but I was just like, oh, I made, made, like four. made my coffee, coffee in my awesome little mug. And then yeah, just kind of went around, just kind of, uh, the mug's black. Yeah. Just like, cause, uh, something I'm doing, I'm like, yeah, I'm just trying to eat when I'm hungry. So I want to eat tomorrow. 
the day. Uh, just to see if I actually get hungry, which happens today, which is good. Uh, but uh, but then from there, it was just went in, so I did my work. So it was kind of like I'm just trying to be creative and trying to come up with bits and pieces of uh, just updating some of the clients I've got with all their nutrition protocols and stuff. So that's been a lot of fun. So, but it was nice. I actually told Vanetta this morning. Um, I just went, it was actually really nice to wake up early and like I enjoyed it. You need to do it more often. I think so. So good. And I'm a little late to the party, but, uh, but I used Everyone's to Everyone's different to yeah. But tonight, or today will be a little bit different. Um, Cause I got to I would love to wake up 4am every day and do an hour of productivity before I have to start my day. Mm -hmm. But the problem is then you've got to be in bed by 8pm. Yeah, I, I don't finish code until 8.30pm. So by the time I've got home, eaten, showered, and unwound a little bit, it's 9.30 p.m. So I'm just uh, Jason Smith, he just did his level one in South Africa, Pretoria. Uh, he's a games athlete. He's been there a couple of times. And uh, his day starts 3 a.m. Woo! 9 to 3, that's when he sleeps. Yeah. Wakes up, trains, does a 5.30, 6.30 class, uh, does some work with his dad, trains again at 3 p.m., does a couple classes, spends time with family. 9 to 3, 6 hours. Yeah. It's not much sleep. That's me actually recently, isn't it? Well, there's a really good book I just read. Uh, Sean Stevens is like Sleep Smarter. Great book. So he's the sleep dude. He's a sleep dude. Because, you know, it's a big sleep dude. The whole idea is, hey, it's really easy to say, hey, sleep more. It's like, hey, you want to gain weight, eat more, you want to lose weight, eat less. There's a lot more things that kind of go into that when you start expanding on it. It's like, well, if you can't get any more than six hours of sleep, how do you maximize it? What are the things you can do to get better quality sleep? Um, like simple things like not use your phone before bed, um, try to go to bed at a more natural time. So like nine, 10 o'clock, um, cause that kind of helped promote, um, recovery and the whole, your melatonin will be at a normal, normalish level versus like if you're having your phone and computer up, it's just messing with cortisol level. That's the primates for like that. Yeah, exactly. So like you have a change. It's going much. back to paleo days really, isn't it? Sleep when the sun goes down, wake up when the sun's coming up. Yeah, so that, so that was really cool. So just like, uh, it was really interesting, all the different things, like even from sleep positions. Sleep is just room positions. Yeah. yeah man. You sleep differently depending on what position you are. Oh, back sleeper, flat. Flat, back sleeper. Is that like this? No. you like, you like? Dude, like flat. Maybe okay. arms across my waist. Okay, so covering crunch. Little fucking it's flat. In a coffin type sleep. Full yeah. coffin. I'm like two pillows underneath each arm, kind of like, you know. I'm like, I'm like this sometimes, I'm kind of like, I'm like this sometimes. I'm a, yeah, anyway. I don't have the overhead mobility to have to sleep with my hands above my head. That is true. I'd wake up sore as hell. <laughs> Arm falling asleep. Like, <laughs> oh man, have you guys ever done like thousands of bicep curls back in the day and then went to sleep kind of like with your you know, hands on your stomach and like your hands by your face and then you wake up and you couldn't brush it. Yeah, I've done that with school, yeah. <laughs> Rabdo. I think if you haven't had Rabdo, then you're not a real crossfitter. <laughs> I think there's a definite difference between being like having uh, Rabdo but then having enough muscle breakdown, enough muscle breakdown that you create some degree of poison in your blood and your liver. Yeah, your kidneys can't go through. <laughs> no, your kidneys can't fill out. There's a difference between that and being having to be admitted to hospital for rehydration. And the main difference is going out on the piss heavily. I swear, I know some people that have been hospitalized with rhabdo mm -hmm. 
all coincides within 24 to 40 hours of having a heavy night out. Yeah. Em's had it twice and doesn't drink. She doesn't go out hard at all. And she's had it twice where she's had severe muscle bloating in the area, localized yeah. bloating, extreme pain and loss of movement. No urine discoloration, so not extreme, but pulled through in a couple of days just by rehydrating versus I know a guy that had it in his back from doing uh, 16.1, was that 16.1 oh, or 17.1 dumbbell snatches in the boat, got on over. Um, young kid and then went out on his rugby annual social the next day woke up had to go to hospital because he was pissing black and his um, well, I guess that's making well, yeah, you work harder because you're stressed it out with training what, what and is trying to so actually you're affecting alcohol, you're affecting awesome. kidney function and then you create some severe dehydration your kidney's already not even functioning then it's just going to shut down right and generally like, as soon as you have alcohol your body will take priority so it's a toxin so we'll try to get rid of it first before there's anything else. So that means all that muscle breakdown is going to stay in your bloodstream. Exactly. Yeah. Insightful. That's a little, uh... <laughs> That's rather, it's cool. There's like three minutes before and three minutes after where I started early and we finished. So we'll just cut the middle section and we can have extra stuff either side. Yeah.